are listening to Gizmonic Institute's radio. In the not too distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MSD3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched into the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show. That's the only way that Dr. Odd says he'll ever let them go. Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far. Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars. It's time for Gizmonic Institute's radio. So, Seth, you're telling me that yeah. the fire type is huh? vulnerable to the water type. Yeah. And the water type is vulnerable to the grass type? Yes. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. No, like, it does grass... if you think about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I am thinking about it, and it doesn't make any sense. Well, grass. Yes. Doesn't grow. Right. On a lake. Well, algae does, though. Yeah, but that's not grass. Yeah, okay. That's algae. Yeah. And we all but, know that but... algae yeah. is susceptible to what? Ice. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Ice. Okay, but... Okay. But isn't there an ice type, too? Yes, and it beats algae. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, see, it's yeah. like a big circle. It's kind of like a rock, paper, scissors, okay. but they keep throwing extra. Rock, paper, scissors, ice, algae. Ice, algae, yeah. fire, yeah. grass. Uh-huh. What the? Whoa. Hey, Dr. Odd. What? what? Yeah. It's me. What do... I didn't it's know me. you were a tromboner. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Captain, nice. Captain, of the, Captain of the trombone. Captain of the trombone? Yep. Been taking lessons literally uh, a lot, so uh-huh. pretty much a trombone master. Uh, oh. Okay. Let's yeah, hear some of that uh, St. Louis slide, daddy Yeah, okay. a little bit of that uh, grandpa slide whistle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit I of think, that I think that's slippery. one nickname for a trombone yeah. that I heard. Slippery brass sausage. Yeah. That's what I used to call it back in jazz school. Oh, I didn't know you went to jazz school. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I went for a couple of years. You know, I learned some riffs. Oh, uh, yeah? You know, studied my pentatonics. Got oh, got some, wow. uh, you know, noodled around. What is jazz school? I want to oh, hear, hear more about this. Uh, it's a school for, you know, young jazzmen yeah. and jazz women. Yes. Who, uh, you know, they, you know, you want to learn how to really do Oh, man. See, then, I studied, uh, yeah. yeah, I studied SCADA Community College, but it was, uh, you know. But it, it, it it's it's kind of like a specialized thing. Yeah. Um, for jazz It was, yeah, it was in like a, uh, it was in an old roller rink. Um, and uh, we would go there on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Every other Saturday, because um, yeah, every other Saturday after that, they had birthday parties there. But uh-huh. yeah, and we would, you know, we'd just uh, you know learn about kind of the, you know, how to how to yeah. improvise yeah. Like, with some scales, yeah. uh, you know, the blues scale with the, the yeah. lower third. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know what all of that means. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. With me being a trombone master and everything, right, now, right. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, I'm probably gonna take this on the road, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, as long as we still like have food and water right. and air up here. No, I think like, it's kind of old. I, I mean, I don't know a lot of solo care. trombone acts. I'm going yeah. to be. I'm going to be a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. I already got a phone call this morning from a show promoter, oh, so I'm probably going. Congratulations on getting a phone call. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. See. <laughs> 
Same day I took my first lesson, too. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. No so what, what do you got for us, man? You get some riffs? You get some, uh... Yeah, yeah you want to, uh... You want me to play a little yeah, bit let's on the uh, old some crazy slide whistle man. Let me yep. do, uh, Here we go. Alright, let's hear it. Yep. One, two, three, four. Oh. Oh. Well, okay, that's... That's oh, okay. Boy. I'm a little... I'm a little out of breath. Yeah. I'm a little breath. You know, it takes Nike. a lot out of me. Yeah. Mm. You know, to, 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 to move my soul through this lifeless metal. But when I connect it with my lips, uh -huh. I yeah. breathe. I yeah. breathe the gift of, of life uh -huh. and sweet, sweet music. Uh, sweet yeah. jams. Sweet uh, jams. Uh, now, jam. would you be interested in uh, taking some pointers, maybe? Yeah. Uh, you know, in jazz, it's all about the Why notes you take don't play. From you two so nerds? Maybe just well, try I mean, to play fewer notes. That's that's yeah. my suggestion. Whatever, I don't know. Jeff says, "Oh, I went to I went to Utah Jazz School." Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> that's a different thing. I didn't I didn't get in there. Um, it, how often have you emptied the spit valve on your trombone? Like ever? The what? Okay, yeah, because it, it's yeah. see that little like uh, knob thing at the at the end of the grandpa slide whistle that you got there. Oh, you mean the uh, the water fountain? Yeah, yeah, the water fountain. Yeah, it's, yeah, a spit that's, valve. it's really great how they make this thing, you know. Because I figure, I guess if you're on the road, maybe playing like Vegas or whatever, and you get lost in the desert, it's got this great uh, water bottle built into oh. it, and you can open it up and fill <laughs> up a cup. I'm legitimately feeling ill. Yeah, that's. Uh, it does. It, I gotta be honest with you. Very yeah. similar to clam juice. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, uh, I hope they're not one. A similar, yeah. I would yeah. call it viscosity. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, saltiness probably. Sure. I guess, <laughs> depending on what you and, eat. And quite frankly, dehydration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. That's uh, that's super gross. Um, but yeah, it would it wouldn't sound like you know maybe so. Gurgly? Bad. Yeah. Yeah, gurgly, yeah, if, if you did that, um, that would be a, just a, you know, real friendly, quick tip. Well, look, look, just look, a little man. boop, like one of the bip, you know. Yeah. Look, yeah. man, you just know, get a bip. me, I mean, myself being a new trombone master, uh, I don't yeah. need, like, you harshing my veeps, man. That's fine, that's fine. You know, no, you we're not, you yeah. Wanna do some, uh, you want to do some improv stuff together real quick? Yeah. Like, you know, okay. This is... Yeah, okay. I could do so it. So just like... Wait, you say like, you want... Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Do you want the trombone battle with me? No, I don't... I mean, I'm just going to do... I don't have a trombone up here on the spaces. Yes, I, I know. Love to. You're so scared. Um, I, I'll do some, like... Uh, I'll give you some riffs, and then you play yeah. them back to me. And oh, I like this. Oh. This is cool. This is okay. real cool. Yeah. We, yeah. Can do, we can do that. I, uh, should uh, be no problem. Alright, uh, here's gonna the be like the, uh, the Apollo Theater. I can't Let's wait. Yeah. Skiddle bebop! Woo! Skiddle bop 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 Do that one. Skiddle bop bop bop! But get that second. The bop! Get oh. that second. Bop! Like that. Skiddle bop bop bop! Like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. do like that. Here, here we go. I'm gonna do okay. it. I'm gonna do it this time. Okay. Okay, okay. Right. What about uh. Skiddle beep boop 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 Skitty beep boop 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 and do do that one. Like uh, just like do 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 Okay, how about this? Yeah. Try try this one on for size. Okay. You know, yeah, maybe pretty yeah. much uh pretty yeah. much like uh Miles Davis over here. Mm. Yeah, alright. Um Yeah, yeah. I don't 
You know how Miles I mean, I've Davis never heard Miles to play Davis the trombone. play trombone. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's. Well, you know, you're, thinking, you're thinking of his cousin, Marvin yeah. Davis. <laughs> hey, I got this new trombone sound that you uh, you need to hear. I do. You know, I know, uh, I know. Look, I'm going to level with you. Yeah. I know that some of my playing, it's not quite up to, you know, the perfection that it should be. But yeah. I will tell you, that is because of my instrument. That's not my fault. Uh, I, I, I got this. Huh. I got this at Goodwill this uh, morning. And, oh. You know, it's not my fault that my trombone is rusty. Okay. That's, uh, no, it's not. But you can't clean it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can well, oil on there. Someone... You can yeah, use oil the nice thing is you just hold a rag right on the end of it and you open that water fountain valve and uh, you just splash it right up. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, I can understand why it's rusty now. I mean, look at this. Look, it. I'm going to drink straight from the fountain. No, please don't. Oh, stop. Oh, that's oh, disgusting. It is. It is good. That's yeah. good, clean, mountain freshness. This is legitimately making me feel upset. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 the worst. I mean, uh, well, I I mean, I think I think you're you're maybe underselling Ooh. the the idea of, of practicing. I mean, yeah. My my instructor at jazz school, uh, you know, he he played the, uh, well, he's he's really kind of like a Benny Goodman style clarinet, jazz clarinetist. Uh, wow. But not a whole lot of work for him outside of the occasional Dixie band. But he'd been playing, you know, jazz clarinet for about thirty five years. Wow. Um, and you know, he still he still said he was he had was still learning every day. Um, well, that guy sounds like a loser. But for me, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a master today. So, sorry. Sorry, What's your friend's name? Uh, his, name's, his name's Pete. Hammy Goodman? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, well, Pete, Pete Hammy, not Hammy Goodman. Oh, you mean Benny Goodman. Yeah, yeah no, Benny Goodman, Hammy. he's not my friend. He was a, a great jazzman. Well, you know, uh, the thing is, a lot of people don't know about Benny Goodman. is that his, his brother... Hammy yeah. Goodman, <laughs> yeah, was a fantastic maker of ham. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's really unrelated, but <laughs> yeah, you know the thing I is, mean, you're, 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 you don't pick your name, you know. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, true. you you do what you know, though. Right. And right. Like knows he, ham. His brother knew how to play in the big band. Yep. Hammy knew how to make a ham sandwich. He sure did. No one, no one, you know. I'm sure whoever your parents are, or wherever, uh, they didn't think you were going to be so odd. But then you right. just took that and ran with it. Yeah. And uh, and here you are. Well, yeah. it's not that uncommon of a name, really. <laughs> I guess not. It's uh, well, you especially know. among trombone masters such as myself. Yeah. So, what's your jazz name? I mean, everyone's like, you oh, know, that's a good question. You know, no one's gonna go see a big band led by Benjamin Goodman, but people are gonna right. go see Benny Goodman. That's true. Well, like, it's funny. No, you one, ask. no one's gonna go see great uh, Canadian saxophone player Kilometers Davis, but then you come down right. to the United States and you uh, change your name to Miles Davis. You're in business. So you know, you gotta get that metric system out of here, man. It doesn't yep. belong in jazz. It's funny you bring that up because. I've been I've been putting a lot of thought into it, really, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. after a lot of soul searching, uh-huh. I've At decided. At least a day's worth of thought. Yep. No name is Funky Winker Beans. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a comic strip. Yeah, I think it's a comic strip a about comic a. Uh, music I don't know what you're talking right? about. I came from my yeah. soul, man. Hey, that's well, what spirit, about this? The spirit you of know. the trombone reaching, reaching out from within me. 
I feel like your uh, legal bills are all kind of paid by us right now because yeah. you control all of our oh, finances. Yes. Yeah, um, so instead of a name, you'll definitely get sued over. How about uh, Funky Winker Bones? Ooh, Ooh, I like that one. That's because cool. you're like, uh, yeah. you know, it's sort of a, p- a parody, but you're yeah. also using a trombone in there, right? Well, there there and plus, you're full of bones. Your body's just full of bones. Yeah, that's true. And you, and you wink true, at us listen, all the time. That's a problem. Could you talk yeah. about like copyright or whatever? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll have you know that one of my best friends growing up was Funky Winker Bones. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a real person's name. Oh. Yeah. Huh. All right. That's and interesting. uh. He grew up, and uh, he's the guy that goes around to butcher shops and collects bones. <laughs> well, Winky. Oh, people. that guy, yeah. You know, okay, you don't, yeah. like I said, you don't pick your name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a Winker Bone. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, of the Connecticut Winker Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, well, let's maybe let's explore some other... Uh, I, I know you said that the trombone soul, gave, or whatever you said, gave you your name. Um, but, yeah, okay. What about... Ooh, Bone I got one. Dad. Oh, oh, Bone no, Daddy. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. That one's way better than the one I was going to come up with. Oh, Dr. Bone Daddy. Doc, Dr. Bone yeah, Daddy. Dude, that's that's even better still. That's yeah. pretty cool. I was just going to be Bone Man. Okay, Bone Man. <laughs> I like that. Dr. Boneman. <laughs> what about, what about uh, Skittle Twizzle Stick? Okay, I like that. No, there's not a reference to trombone Look, in there, I'm but it's... I'm, uh, uh, I'm just improvising here, you know, like yeah. the spirit ooh, of, ooh. of the trombone. Mm-hmm. Slide McTrom bone. Ooh, slide McTrom bone. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, jazz bop skiddly bone. That's uh Are you go I like where you're going. Spit valve a- Johnson. These are all cool. Oh that There you go. There it is. Yeah. You know That's my thing could be. The great thing about that is my yeah. like shtick could be that I refill people's drinks uh, as they're at the show I watching really me. I don't like I'd- I mean, that could all. be shtick, but... I, well, you know what? No one's going to come and see your show twice anyway. No, so. nobody would ever. Or once yeah. after word get out, really. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know I why. Mean, but, I don't know why yeah. I'm the greatest Ooh. trombone player that's ever existed. It'd be like Gigi Allen of, uh, of, yes, of solo trombone yes. acts, where people just come see you just because, like, he's not going to empty his, his spit valve into people's drinks, right? And then you do it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Why don't you think of... Uh, some other names while we do our audio. Log. Gary Trombone. Okay. I mean, is that your it's first name? Is that are you? Is your name Gary Odd? I'm not gonna talk about that. You don't. Okay. Re- you don't right. refer wow, to that's me cool. that's... by my first name. I think we just learned your first name, yeah, Gary. That's really cool. It's like Ripple Stiltskin. Yeah. Now we get to keep your gold. <laughs> yeah, if we say it three times, will you disappear or something? I don't know. Let's not Gary, try Gary, it, Gary. Let's I not. Don't... Let's not try. Let's. Let's just stop saying the name Gary. Okay. okay. I think well, we should. We'll, we'll come back, Gary, after the... I mean, there Dr. Will be Odd, repercussions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'm a, let me play you. Let me play you out into uh, your your dumb little recording with this excellent uh, free improvisational oh, trombone God. jam session. And the one and the two... <laughs> This is MST3K Season 11, Episode what? 1. What? Rip There's a Season 11 of Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes, of course there I know. is. I know. I know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. We got some things oh. to talk about. 
Yes, we do. We got some things to talk about. Uh, the first thing we need to talk about, kind of, sort of, is that it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. The format's just yeah. a tiny bit different from uh, what we've been going off of with our uh, mental show outlines. Obviously, yep. we wouldn't write this stuff down. That would just be cheating. So yeah. uh, there isn't <laughs> so much a, pr- uh, a pre-commercial segment because there's right. no commercials. But yeah. the beginning of this, this, it sounds weird to say, this new episode of MST3K begins by setting us up with sort of the story of uh, why this young man, this Jonah Heston, mm-hmm. uh, uh, finds himself the subject of these experiments. So that's sort of right. the pre. So we're introduced to the new characters. There's a uh, uh, King of Forrester who is mm-hmm. uh, played by the talented Felicia Day. I Yep, yeah, Felicia Day. Okay, I was completely <laughs> blanking on her name. Uh, then, no, you got it. You yes, got it. thank you. Uh, TV's Frank. TV's Frank. Oh, my God. I can't say it. TV. Oh, Jeff. TV's son of TV's T- Frank. Thank you. You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> I, I can't not say it. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he, he goes. He, they they insist on calling him Max, even though he wants people to call him TV's son of TV's friend. Right, which is probably good. They call him Max because, as we uh, just saw a moment ago, I actually can't say that other thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really. I mean, that's why we make a good team. It's weird because I can read it fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't trip over it in my head. But uh, but it is a hard thing to say. It is. It's tricky. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really because there's there. yeah there's two TVs and there's one Frank. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. which goes first. TV's sons of Frank. I can't do it. Yeah, see, I can't do it. Like it's TV, impossible. Yeah. I'm not even. I hope people don't think this is a goof or a bit. <laughs> this is literally not possible for me to <laughs> yeah, say. You literally cannot. I say can't it. do it. So um, we we are introduced to like the new setting, the new uh, mm-hmm. the way things are going to be. Uh, the first segment uh, isn't really even like a first segment because they're not returning from. Right commercial break it's just sort of like uh two months later and then you know we were uh to believe that everything has been established in the two months their relationships which is fine because hey repeat yourself it's just a show you should really, really just, just relax. relax yeah 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 Yeah. so here here's a here's a thing that i i found interesting so in the very very first segment um Guest star Will Wheaton mm-hmm. appears as like a uh, um, a member of like the Satcom command at Gizmonic Institute. So, yes. So Jonah Heston is still an employee of Gizmonic Institute. Yes, he is. Um, which is apparently still a thing that is uh, happening, <laughs> right? Like in the in the fiction of Mister Science Theater 2000, Gizmonic Institute still going strong. Although it is mentioned that they have had funding issues. Yeah. But. Uh, Luckily, Joan Heston's bringing back a huge load of meteorites yep. that they're somehow going to turn into some sort of uh, profit, uh, yep. ca- uh, capitalism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, they they captured Jonah by uh, tricking him into uh, uh, King of Forrester has instead of Deep Thirteen, which was this lab that was uh, under. Um, the Gizmonic Institute previously. Yes. Uh, King of Forrester has established Moon 13. Yep. Which is a, a moon base on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> so, uh. which, <laughs> there's so much, there's so much going on. Um, yes. And, uh, and, yeah, so they trick Jonah into thinking that there's some sort of, like, uh, event going on at... On this moon base, and so he lets the meteors go. Right, it's a distress call, go. a fake distress yep. call. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're cracking celery, and mm-hmm. uh, they're 
they're using a fire extinguisher. They're doing foley. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Yep, they are. Yep. And uh, and and they they call it the show trap. Uh-huh. And so they uh, they trap him uh, that way. Um, yep. And uh, and so then now now it fast forwards. Um, and I know we're only talking about Reptilicus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, remember how Doctor Odd left the uh, the Netflix stream running just a little bit too long, and we yep. saw the first like few minutes of the next episode. I remember that right um, right thought, before it we asked gonna... if we were still awake. And then right. we, we couldn't say we <laughs> Are were. Are still watching Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, but we couldn't because Dr. Odd was sending it right. to us. And he was not awake. No. He was very much asleep. He, is, he had just eaten a whole turkey. He was tuckered um, right out. He was, yeah. <laughs> He'd run around chasing some animals. And, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. But the uh, I at, at first the intro of the show, I was like, okay, you know, they have to set up a premise. Yeah. But then seeing it the second time and realizing that, like, they just put Jonah back in a spaceship and then create the whole like, oh, how we need help. He's like, someone needs my help again, <laughs> and he just falls for the same trick again. Is is like it went from being like, a, eh, all right, like this is the premise of the show to like, okay, they're gonna just have him fall for this trick every single intro on every single episode, and that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I love I love the fiction of him being just like. The, the nicest guy yeah. and like not not remembering that this was the thing that that trapped him yeah so. all right all right continue oh uh there's an invention exchange which you might yeah, remember oh, yeah. from the television show mystery science theater 3000 uh the invention exchange that uh, jonah has is like a like a fan that does bubbles you know like a geisha mm-hmm. fan or uh, like a southern dilettante and uh yeah. yeah you know i think if that were a real thing it might be real popular like i think kids in yeah. the summertime would love to play with something with like a bubble that. fan yeah, yeah i really was digging on the bubble fan actually yeah I mean, it's bubbles it was, it was way, fans it was it was a lot better than the uh, the bubble machine used in that Earth versus the Monster movie. Oh, was yeah. that was that what it was? The one that was like sponsored by that bubble machine? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, this I'd one... like to think the bubble fan is an homage to that. Yeah, to that garbage, garbage thing. Yeah, there there is definitely the show does not forget where it comes from, which is uh, oh yeah, a definite plus especially for people who maybe have been you know forced to watch these oh well, i say forced but i mean really it's the highlight mm-hmm. of our of our I, I don't know if I, we can say week since time seems to be passing differently up here right. in space what with uh you know the speed of light and physics and all that garbage mm-hmm. i don't understand yeah it. matthew mcconaughey yeah matthew yeah. mcconaughey all right all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> It's a flat circle. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is. But uh, to be fair, all circles are flat. So, uh, mm-hmm. yep. S- segment one. Segment one is, and we'll, revis- we'll reserve judgment until we speak later on this because we sure, have some sure. differing views on a few things about this episode. It's the Monsters Around the World rap musical bit where yep. uh, they rap about mythological creatures, or not even mythological, more like cryptozoological creatures. Yeah, yeah. Around this great planet of ours, although I guess it's not. I mean, can we still say it's ours, even though we're not on it? Uh, I mean, it's where we originated. Sure. Okay. Like, I guess it's. We, I mean, maybe we don't have explicit ownership over it now, but mm-hmm. like, it's our home planet. Sure. Okay. I feel like. I feel like that's our. They can't. Doctor, I can't take that away from us. He no, can by literally God. take everything else and right. has. Yes. Uh, Y'all got. Can't take that away. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, good. Then on yeah. our planet, there are a lot of uh, creatures, regional and otherwise, that uh, mm-hmm. people believe 
haunt the uh, woods around their houses. Every country has every, a monster. Every country has a monster. Uh, does the United States have a specific monster? Other than Champy uh, and Lake Champlain in Vermont. Right. Yeah. Um, well, there. I, I mean, the Chupacabra kind of like straddles the border between that's, Mexico and the United States. Oh, that's like, a common misconception. Unfortunately, the Chupacabra originated in Puerto Rico, oh, which is in the United States. So there we go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's also the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil. Um, of course, the Jer- a Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Sam Squatch. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all remember that that Giggle Factory. Yeah, the Giggle Factory, Harry and the Hendersons. John Lithgow. That's that's how I, I I like to think John Lithgow got his uh, experience that he used to play the role of the Trinity Killer and Dexter <laughs> was in Harry and the Hendersons. That guy is a real talent. I'm just gonna yeah. go out and say it right mm-hmm. now. He, he's a lot of range on that guy. Brilliant comedic actor, oh, yeah. uh, and, and then just an incredible actor otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And yep. uh, you know he was in one of the mo- uh, one of the most scariest monster movies of all, Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet there's a couple other uh, cryptozoological uh, creatures in the United States we're not thinking of. Right, like the skunk Maybe ape. Some more. Skunk ape. Yes, skunk <laughs> ape. Yeah, there's some probably some real regional stuff. Yep. I, I went to school in a uh, in a place in uh, to college in a place in Kansas, and and uh, the there's a reservoir uh, oh. near near the the town where the school is, and. Uh, it was there was a local legend that there was a manatee that lived in the reservoir. Oh. That's not really like cryptozoological, no. but it was like uh, it's kind of sad. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it was true. <laughs> so oh. I guess well, good. I hope they, not. I mean, They're such yeah. gentle creatures. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess are they freshwater? Yeah, they, I mean, uh, there are they live in both fresh and uh, they live in estuaries. There you go. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And cool. uh, their number one predator is speedboats. <laughs> right. I did know that from the 90s. Yeah. Because that was a thing. Back when Nancy Reagan was like, hey, kids, don't run over manatees with your speedboat. Yeah, kids, if you're going to do drugs, then don't <laughs> run over manatees with your speedboat. Then she just shortened it to don't do drugs. Right. A lot of people yeah. don't remember that. No, it's good that you brought that up. And yep, the manatees yep. have never recovered. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, because her husband was waging a secret war on the manatees. <laughs> the CIA had yep. a bunch of, a fleet of black speedboats mm-hmm. that were, were patrolling the estuaries uh, looking poor. for the, the cows of the sea. That's what they are, the cows of the sea. Mm-hmm. Mm, tasty, tasty milk. Ooh. I don't know if that's Ooh. true. That's probably really gross. Uh, it's probably not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, See, they got they got the estuary milk. <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Doctor Oz gonna ship us a barrel just oh, estuary God. milk just next est- week. <laughs> We're gonna drink it because we don't have anything else to do. Hey, it might be it might be a nice change of pace from the clam juice. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, it can't. It, it, I want to say it can't be any worse. That's not true. That's uh, no. It would be different. It would be different. Mm-hmm. Difference different can be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. You gotta embrace the change. D- different milk for different ilk. Right. Oh wow, I like that. Yeah, That's thanks. real good. That'll right be the, the that'll dome. be the slogan. <laughs> different milk for different ilk. Yep. <laughs> Have you tried estuary milk lately? Mm, yum yum yum. Oh, it's so disc- so the second theater segment is Crow yep. cloning Tom Servo's off yes. screen, of course. Yep. 
Uh-huh. Which, yeah, well, because, you know, the, he definitely has a cloner. He, yeah, he definitely does off screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes a whole bunch of different, like, versions of variations on Servo. And there's some argument over who should they be, like, worshipping as their creator. And uh, yeah. it's it kind of felt like an old, uh, like an old school, uh, you know, host segment. On, uh, yeah, it on was a, cool. Yeah, I liked it, actually. Um, yeah. The third theater segment, they have a little, like, a letter from an eight-year-old kid. Is that a real thing? Is that, like, a, did a real eight-year-old kid... Right oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure um, in the in the campaign leading up to the eleventh season, they had they solicited letters from people. Oh okay. So there are there are uh, going to be actual fan letters again on the show. That's super good. It I is like super to hear good. that. I don't know yeah. how I missed out on that. I would have written a letter. Yeah. Like in pencil, I would have drawn a cool picture of them um, doing yep. some something wacky, perhaps in a dirigible. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that would have been cool. Yeah, like you know, like, yeah. St- like steampunk maybe. Yeah, steampunk. Like, yeah, because I mean, Crow really kind of lends himself to steampunk already. Mm-hmm. And then, Servo, uh, I can see with a jaunty little top hat and like a yeah, and like instead of the hover skirt, he's got a gear. I yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, TM copyright copyright uh, steampunk MST3K. Uh, yeah. uh, they... uh, steampunk. Uh, or would it be Mystery Steampunk Theater? Oh 1, yes, 000? it would. It absolutely yeah. would. TM TM trademark. Yeah. You guys can't. And, and they do sorry, all the rhythm like this. Yes. Twenty three skadoos. <laughs> yeah. They just riff like uh, radio radio shows. Like we're gonna riff the Jack Benny show. They go yeah. down to the local uh, to the local boardwalk and drop a nickel in the Nickelodeon, and yep. they just watch you know an animated movie of uh, like a French woman dancing. <laughs> <laughs> He's and, like, "Hey, look at those two trains are gonna kiss." Whoa. <laughs> oh, Edison, you've done it again. <laughs> I really like the idea, like, there's someone riffing that that old French <laughs> film where they like shoot a rock into the moon's eye. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Patreon, Patreon, a backer reward idea. Yep. That's mm-hmm. got to be public domain, right? Oh, I would almost. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard yeah. to say. In this know. day and age, everyone's a, I think it's a cash grab. Everyone, didn't that, didn't that they re-release that movie with like a soundtrack by like some other band? Like, uh, no, I think you're confusing that with the Smashing Pumpkins uh, video. I don't actually think you are, but I just wanted to make reference to that Smashing I, Pumpkins I, video. I think I think it's like like some weird band like. They did like a, a real trippy, like Nine Inch Nails or something. Did oh like wow! A real crazy soundtrack to like a re-release. Oh, so you mean weird as in like it doesn't match? Not weird as in like Ween did the soundtrack. Uh, no, it's like it's like uh, both. I think I'm down. Yeah, they like colorized it, and then uh, and then they had some. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I want to look at this up on the Otternet because I feel like it's real weird, but I also don't want to derail our. Uh, well, maybe somebody could, uh, if somebody back on Earth can find that on where they have proper internet and send yeah, it to us, that'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Instead of instead of the Otternet, right? Because the Otternet has a, there's a lot of filters. They're really arbitrary. Yep. A lot of them too. Like uh, we were trying to look up chocolate milk, and it says no chocolate milk does not exist. Four hundred four error. Yep. And then we looked up estuary milk, and it's like oh god, sixty-seven thousand results. Yeah, <laughs> but it takes yeah. over eight minutes to return that many results. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real weird. Yeah, I hate it. I hate the internet. Uh, hey, yeah, it's the final segment. Yeah. 
Uh, Jonah builds a tiny Copenhagen for reptilian gypsy to come yep. in and destroy. And Gypsy just yeah. looks so happy. She's got yeah, a new she voice. She's swinging yep. and destroying. Oh, it's yeah, she's great. she's coming up from the the ceiling now because he uh, Jonah rigged like a uh, like a fly system up in the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's got he's got time to change things around in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the stinger is a uh, Denmark's most famous comedian. Uh, just being all the wacky, like yep. the parts that just didn't make any sense in this. Well, I mean, the movie didn't make sense to begin with, but man, that was like the comic relief was so well bad, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. man, it really affected the, it, the the way that this movie played out. I'm glad that at some point between when this movie was made and now, mm-hmm. someone figured out how to integrate uh, like com like comedy into an action movie. Yeah, in a way that isn't just a guy like pretending to be electrocuted by an electric eel. <laughs> right. Like or yeah. Like now like somebody will just make like a quip, or they'll say something or do something that'll break the tension. Whereas this movie stopped the plot to show you this wacky. Danish comedian. Oh, I'm gonna get. Yep, oh, yep. I get. Oh. And then it would go right back into the movie. There, it's it's like not or, or like like the how how the uh, relationship between uh, Gimli and some of the other characters during the battle for Helm's Deep uh, in Lord of the Rings: yeah. The Towers. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, man. toss me. Toss yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like how he he and Legolas are competing to see who can kill the most most right. orcs. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that just it's just fun. It's it that's makes a lighthearted. Right. Like they're murdering living things, but it makes it like lighthearted. Right. It would be different yeah. if it were they were you know murdering orcs and then it stopped, and Gimli was like, oh, and he fell down and he yeah. his helmet fell off and they played like, some like weird tuba music. <laughs> yeah, like he slipped on some orc poop. Oh man, yeah. So okay, so the comic relief in this movie was more like the comic relief in Phantom Menace when Jar Jar literally <laughs> slipped. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's totally the Dutch Jar Jar Binks. Oh, there it is. Yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect way to describe it. Yep, man. I mean, this movie. A little bit better than Phantom Menace, let's be fair. Oh, oh shots yeah. fired. Yeah, yeah no, I don't I care. Agree. I, I, I agree. really hate that. Yeah. Well, let's talk yeah, about Reptilicus. That... 1961. Okay. This is a Danish movie. The one and only Danish monster movie ever made. Yeah. Uh, really? Like like, like kaiju movie or monster movie just like? Uh, like kaiju. Kaiju, kaiju. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it has some, cool. some real great taglines. Uh, here we go. Are you ready for hit this? Me, hit me with some of these taglines. Okay. Uh, invincible. Indestructible. What was this awesome beast born 50 million years out of time? It's <laughs> oh, hard to see. Uh, come on, come on, Dutch guys. Learn how to do a tagline. These are from the original uh, posters. Uh, Missiles and atom bombs powerless. See, civilization rioting with fear. See, a mighty city trampled to destruction. Now, I don't really consider Copenhagen to be a mighty city. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's, Full it's of old, wonderful, world, old yeah. world charm. Uh, uh-huh. Hans Christian Andersen, his little... Mer- anyway, yeah, but I wouldn't call... I'm no offense to uh, the fine people of Copenhagen. By the way, everyone in Copenhagen is is beautiful and it's weird. Like, it's oh, unsettling yeah. how absolutely attractive everyone in Copenhagen is. Uh, but they're mighty city. I'm sorry, it's not that mighty. Jeff, no. there's still more taglines. 
Oh, hit me. Uh, this one is just a repeat of the other one. A prehistoric <laughs> okay. beast born 50 million years out of time. This one's in Danish. I don't know how to speak Danish, but it's a spending og sjurv. So I don't know what that said at all. Yeah, it, it probably is Is this like, I don't know. Uh, it's a reptile. No, it's a tilicus. No, it's a reptilicus. <laughs> That's probably what it was. I think you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably yeah. right. Um, uh-huh. The things we noticed and felt compelled to comment on. Now. Oh, boy. Okay. There is. This is a real deep cut, and it's extremely yeah. regional. However, okay. uh, when I was a boy, a lad in the Northeast, uh, there was a channel. I think it was Channel 54 out of Boston. And on Saturdays or Sundays, they had the Creature Double Feature. And it was okay. two back-to-back MST3K quality movies, minus the riffing. Okay. And you can still find the commercial for it on OddTube or YouTube if you're on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, just look up Creature Double Feature, like Boston. And there was a movie on there that I never knew what it was in the in the commercial, and it turns out it was Reptilicus. Oh, nice! Oh my! So, so yeah, it like all well, like it just like kind of clicked for you. Yes, same, I was like, wait a minute, movie. wait a minute. I'm pretty sure that that's the monster from the commercial because it was Godzilla and then just like a random dragon looking thing and my whole life I never knew what that dragon looking thing was and now I know it's Reptilicus so that's the thing I noticed and I had to comment on that like like that's a chapter of my life closed and I'm closing a book I'm literally closing a book right now I don't know why I have this book open I should be paying attention (laughs) I don't know we we were doing our mandatory hour of reading that's true that's true yeah um so how deep do we want to get on this things that I noticed and felt the desire to comment on? Because there's a lot of things that I noticed and felt the desire to comment on just because this is a new season of MST3K. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, shoot. Yeah, go go for okay. it. Okay, okay. Um, I thought it was kind of cool and weird that the new theme song is performed by a house band fronted by a Harmar superstar. Yeah. Minnesota Minnesota legend Harmar superstar, which makes sense why, you know, he'd be involved because, you know, they're keeping it they're keeping it real, they're keeping it local. Yeah. Uh, to, to the to the roots of this. Um man, there's just there's just so much I I Okay, let's let's start breaking down um, parts of this. Like, okay. what did you think of the new doorway sequence going okay. out of the theater? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Okay. Uh, I, you know, because spoiler alert for our audience: Seth and I don't necessarily agree on every single detail about the new season. Right, this is going to be it's going to be a good it's going to be a good discussion. It's going to tear us apart. So, uh, I don't think. I hope not. No, it's not going to tear us apart. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're adults here. So, I love miniatures. I love teeny, tiny little things. Yeah. And so, on that level, I absolutely loved it. However, Mm -hmm. as far as the door sequences is concerned, it had the same problem that I felt with everything, is that it's just a little bit too much polish. It's just a little bit too good to the point where it almost looks like it's trying not to be good. And I felt like that feeling of being just a little bit too good permeated everything from the set design to them filming on film instead of like doing it like with a live television camera which I don't know if if Netflix could do that but then again I'm trying to think if there's any other like fuller well whatever overall I felt like things were just a little bit 
too clean and just a little bit too nice and even down to the riffing which I thought was it sounded either too well rehearsed or not rehearsed enough but I never got the feeling even though I know I'm I'm not an idiot I know they weren't just off the cuff you know during the original series with the riffing but it's right, right. it really had that feeling that it they were you know just it was a little bit more relaxed feeling to it and yeah, yeah. the pacing was also a problem because they were trying to get too many jokes in there was no time to breathe but then there would also be very great lengths of time where there would be no riffing at all right right that detracted from my enjoyment a little bit i'm not going to say okay. that i hated it but the rap sequence i did hate actually i'm sorry there i had to say it i hated it i hated it okay all right all right so i i okay i hear here are my thoughts on all that okay the uh okay the new doorway sequence yes i i like it a lot okay. um i i like the fact that it references the uh they, they do it during the part of the the thing that's like uh if you're wondering how he eats and breathes and other science facts, it's mm-hmm. literally bringing you through the spaceship, showing you where he eats and breathes. And oh, my like, God. I didn't even this is, realize this that. This is where he sleeps. This is where he washes his clothes. This is like, <laughs> like I thought that was like super clever. Whoa. How they, did, they did that. That changes got, things a little bit because that is, <laughs> I love like meta stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I the first time I saw that the little like crow workshop and his see none of that stuff clicked for me. I didn't. Under, I was like, well, I mean, I I love these little miniature things, but I don't care if there's a little workshop in a place where he sleeps and eats and breathes. But now I yeah, get it. But, yeah, but that's where. Yeah, if you're wondering, that's where it happens. Well, <laughs> even though even though you should just relax, right? And and when it, it comes to like the miniatures and stuff like that, I can kind of see where you're coming from. It's I think it's the same reason that I didn't really like the film Kung Fury. Um, because it doesn't, it, it's it's essentially trying to uh, recreate the feel of of like movies like Miami Connection or oh, these other God, the movies best, like The Room best or Pandemic ever, yeah, right. That yeah, that are these these movies that were created genuinely and then turned out hilariously bad. Yeah. Whereas Kung Fury is created to be hilariously bad, so it seems more kind of sterile. It does, it's not yes. like this accident that, that sort of just happened because so, like an insane person made a film. It right. was like very calculated insanity. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of how they could have brought the original MST3K aesthetic to HD yeah. and had it not look just like garbage. Right, right, like, right, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I'm a big fan of, of Star Trek Next Generation. When they brought those to Netflix in HD, like you can see parts of this set that when they were filming in standard definition, like you, you know you like oh you're not supposed to see this seam in the middle of this monitor that Jordy's looking at. But like like Why is that, there an or, or intern like, eating a sandwich behind yeah. that control deck? I'm pretty much or like why like oh look you can see the like the makeup <laughs> caked on Riker's face like uh, it, it's it's stuff that you you know they didn't have to worry about because they're not broadcasting right, right. in high enough definition and uh, I feel like if they would have gone with just the the old like DIY glue gun uh, everything together kind of aesthetic of the old MST3K um, it would have been almost distracting on, sure like how it just like. You know, well, didn't didn't they have like this like millions of dollars of budget like from yeah. this Kickstarter and then also Netflix and and uh, well, it's yeah, kind of a unique I, challenge when you have 
you know, the original show, they had no budget and they had to make right, do. Right. But well, now they have millions of dollars and they have to make it look like it doesn't have a budget. And that is like, who, how does, you know, I can understand maybe why yeah. it doesn't fit the aesthetic that I want because, like, what a bizarre challenge. Like, here's all millions of dollars. Make right. it look like you don't have millions of dollars. And I don't I don't necessarily think they're trying to make it look like they didn't have millions of dollars. They were just trying to capture some of the feel of the original. At least that's that's what I tell myself to make to make it so I don't have the same <laughs> uh, issues issues with it you do. But like for example, and I also think there's another another layer to it in I mean, back when Joel was doing the show, I mean, that was like more than 20 years ago right like oh yeah when he, when what, he started 90, the show 89 90 yeah like i mean yeah yeah the, i mean it was a long long time ago and like just the amount of creation based technology that has come uh like for example like all of the kaiju in the rap song and like the copenhagen like mm-hmm. that was all like l- like laser laser cut out of wood yeah i didn't um, like any of that right but like that's a way that you could I mean, it's it's obvious like they're you know they're they're using upgraded technology instead of like someone like some PA's terrible hand drawn <laughs> version of like some actor in the movie on like a big flip over sheet of like uh, classroom papers. Right, right, right. Like, right. like some poster board they bought at the craft yeah, store. Yeah, exactly. Like you know now they actually have a way of creating these things. Uh, you know, it, it, in a way that. You know, had this technology existed during the, the original show's run, or had they had the budget, like they might have done it this way too. Because yeah. you know, for for what it for what they did back in the early '80s or late '80s, early '90s, with the budget they had, like it's it's incredibly creative and well done mm. uh, for for what it was. So like, they're always gonna try and make the best out of what they have, and you know they didn't have a budget and stuff and and I, they, I think they just managed to really capture that aesthetic but also still like i think at at, it, at his at his heart at his core joel is is a big nerd for making props yeah and i think being able to make some really cool props was a, a big part of of this thing and i, I think it i don't know it it made me happy um sure. But I, I could see how that's, you know, like like we made the comparison to Kung Fury and, and yeah. how that wasn't uh, yeah. you know, super great. Uh, now, the pacing and the amount of riffing, I, I agree with you. I think – so there's a couple things. Um, one, one thing, in my opinion, as someone who's consumed a lot of riffing and who has written movie riffs and things like that, if you are trying not to riff over dialogue – then you're gonna have big, empty, boring patches uh, where the audience is gonna start to lose focus. Right. Um, and uh, and I, I felt a very deliberate, at least in this first episode, a very deliberate choice not to have any jokes rift over actual dialogue in the movie. Yeah, uh, I definitely felt that, and I felt it suffered. Yes, especially I, I in agree. The, the machine gun. Like they'd rift so fast. Yep, and then because they're trying to pack them in, you know, there there yeah. there'd be it'd be real fast scene changes, and they'd be doing you know a, a short riff per scene change, and uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There was one where they're singing a Monster Mash song, and it was it was clear <laughs> that they were like shortening it so they could fit in a rift at the end before more dialogue started. Yeah. I think had they just done the Monster Mash song and cut that last riff, it would have been a lot better. 
like just the, uh, it, it, but like, and again, I I think that as someone who who like I said, I I have done uh, movie riffing and things like that, and and no matter how many times you rehearse it, when you're when you start working with a new group of people. Uh, and you don't know each other and you don't know each other's comic timing very well. Right. It's always going to be a little stinted and awkward. And they really are at a disadvantage of, uh, I mean, the, the original show had 10 seasons. Um, right. And then after that, we've had years of riff tracks and cinematic Titanic of these people who have been doing this for years and years professionally. Uh, like, and who have been working together for literally decades. Right. Uh, you know, uh, with their knowing each other's timing and, and and things like that, like that is that is our basis of comparison. If if you compare this episode to even the first episode of season one, not even going back to the KTMA stuff, because that's you know uh, obviously like you said that was that was uh, them just kind of winging it, whereas right. the season one was actually written. Uh, if you if you compare this episode to season one episode one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like night and day. Like sure. like the 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 jokes are are better. They're faster. Yes, um, I will agree. That, I mean, my biggest problem with the riffs wasn't that they weren't funny because the riffs were actually on point. There were some. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I was surprised my by myself like how hard I was laughing at some oh, yeah. points. But my biggest problem was was that it always felt like they were waiting to say their next riff it never felt like they were just some dudes watching a movie and riffing on it it felt over prepared and over rehearsed and like you said they don't have all like they they don't have the uh the time that they've spent together to like learn each other's timing and and Mm -hmm. feel each other out so i can understand that so that's what gives me a lot of hope was that the riffs are hilarious yes yeah and that i mean that's the hard part and oh, I yeah, feel, yeah. you know, I've not watched any other episodes of this, even though the Netflix stream was kicking on and off and we did watch right, a little bit right. more. So I'm yeah. really, really excited to see once they get into their groove. Oh, as, as am I. Cause I, yeah, it's going to, no, we're, go. we're in the same boat. And, and I like the, I know the people writing on it are really funny. Like Elliot Kalin, uh, the, the head writer is, uh, has a hilarious bad movie podcast the flop house he's a funny guy really great improviser and i think they're just working with new writers working with new comedians there's just this kind of awkward period right it just hasn't gelled yet yeah yeah the jokes are super there though yes yep yep and and i wonder i wonder how it would have been if they would have because i i'm i'm guessing they probably filmed these in order and wrote them in order Mm -hmm. um so i i'm wondering how it would have been if they would have gotten through all 14 of them and then gone back and rewritten uh the first one with with what they learned and re-recorded the first one oh yeah like that that would have been an interesting thing because you know I, I don't know, but I, I, I'm uh, overall, I am uh, very happy with it. Uh, also, you and I are just going to disagree on this. The the monster rap, mm-hmm. the uh, that is probably in my top ten, if not top five, host segments of all time. See. I thought it was fantastic. This is what's tearing the community apart. I've been on yeah. the, uh, on the on the forums there on the Otternet, and yeah, uh, yeah some people get, uh, you know, I, I I did not like it at all. I was yeah. I. I it made me uncomfortable 
watching it and listening to it. And uh, there, I've seen some fights breaking out places. Huh. People are like, what, get what, out if what you're about you don't it like it. Made you uncomfortable? I don't know. It just it just did not appeal to me at all. In the same way, like uh, a lot of people will say, mm, I love Mexican food with cilantro on it, and then I'll eat cilantro and I'll say, Oh god, it tastes like soap to me. And people okay. say, Are you serious? It doesn't taste like soap to me. You must be a weirdo. And I say, No, actually, I'm genetically predisposed to it. A lot of people are. About a quarter of the population are okay. So I'm, I'm genetically. genetically predisposed to being uncomfortable when a guy is rapping with two robots i just i don't know i just did not i did not like it at all i i felt embarrassed yeah for them listening now was to it, it was it the style of the rap i was don't it? know maybe okay. it was like a little bit like it leaned a little bit to uh they might be giants but like a pale imitation because i actually like they might be giants yeah yeah um I don't know. I just did not like it at all, and I was so glad when it was over. And I was like, "Please don't do that again." But I know. Yeah, to me, it sort of struck me as like a, uh, like a. I, okay, I, I I think I think it happened for a couple of reasons. Okay. One, I think they're trying to kind of like get like a educational video like like okay here's how you teach kids about monsters but also like kids won't pay attention unless you're cool so let's rap about it sure um, sure and and so and i also think it was a you know it's a joke how they're like Talk, tell us about the other monsters but do it in rap right. form and yeah you know and and that's kind of that's kind of funny but also uh, during the sung parts it's pretty clear that uh jonah can't really sing that well um, <laughs> yeah so that's another reason why they probably had him rap yeah uh, okay. yeah, yeah yeah but but yeah no i under uh i understand and also your your background i maybe a lot of people don't know this you used to be a rapper back in the day that's true i did yeah. my time in the streets uh-huh you did the um, mean not a joke not a joke for real that is <laughs> seth macy very talented rapper. I did actually. used to spit spit rhymes, nerdy yeah. rhymes. So maybe yeah, you, that's you spit why. some mad game. Yeah, I, you know, I did all right. I thought, yeah, well, agree to disagree on that. So, so I never made those fat rap. stacks. Yeah, yeah back that's on Earth, I had say. some of your some of your raps on my Spotify playlists. That's pretty great. I've never yeah. seen a dime of well. money from anything that I ever did. So we did make $10 once for playing a show in Boston, and that was split three ways. So it was $3.33 nice. each. Yep. Hell yeah, super worth it. Penny. Yeah. No, we just, I think we bought a pack of cigarettes in Boston, and we split it. Because okay. a pack of cigarettes cost about $10. So Fair enough. Yeah, yeah man. Boston prices. Boston Boston, Boston cigarettes, ten dollars. <laughs> ten dollars. Go down to Cumbies, get yourself a pack guy. Yeah. So okay, I, I I feel like we've kind of covered a lot of the uh, the the main bases that we wanted to. Yeah, uh, I think we wanted to discuss. Yeah, and for people who are like used to our regular format, it is a little bit different this time, just because this is the first. Yeah. We have things that we have to say, uh, but I think when we hit into the next episode and then the following what nine episodes after that we'll be more yeah. back to the regular form. are there 11 or are there 14 i thought there were 11 if they're I, 14 I, that's delightful yeah it is i i thought they're i'll i'll, I'll look it up i gotta remember which, when it was like oh we you know if we get this much we'll do three yep. and everyone's like oh my god yeah i'm right, so excited now that's no, four, now they're, now i've already seen rumors on the internet season two i've already seen rumors yep. about season two and yep, you know what's yep. great? Oh, Jeff, sorry. Do you know you what I just realized? Season twelve. You mean season twelve? Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Season twelve. Yeah. Like that. Then they'll do season thirteen, and that'll yep. be when they when it hits its stride. 
and it'll yep. be the most perfect thing in the world. Yep, there are there are fourteen episodes, friend. Ah, oh, yes. Yep. yep. That's three more than you thought. <laughs> so yes. that's yeah. What? So what did you think of the uh, the te- the technological use of liquid by Kinga Forrester? Uh, that was sort of a theme. <laughs> like. Uh. All of her technology seemed to be liquid based. All of the the view screens had like liquid. Yeah, they're all and, bubbly and yeah. I don't know. And they, it and just the, all felt. They send them the movie. Big. Yeah, yeah. The whole the, the mad a, segments just didn't. They didn't have the intimacy of, uh, yes, of the agree. old ones. They just felt yep. like they were on a very big stage, and yep. I didn't yep. like. And the camera angle was just a flat, like a dead flat on camera angle, whereas. And the old ones, it would be, you know, it'd be tilted up a little bit or it'd be tilted, you know, like a, what they call a Dutch angle where they yep, kind of, yep. you know, tilt it to the side. And I don't know. They just didn't get well, that I'm, sort of feeling of intimacy. Like they were in our space, like they were invading right. our space, like in the well, old and ones. It was, I think the conceit of that is, is probably what's, what's doing that is because in the old one, it really was like, it's kind of like what we have going on here where there's a stationary camera looking at, you know, Dr. Odd. It was a stationary camera looking at uh, always Dr. Forrester and always Frank, looking at Dr. Odd. Uh, on, Never yeah. blinking. It's yeah. unblinking gaze. It's unwavering. <laughs> uh, but in, in this one, it was literally their, uh, they're trying to emulate kind of like almost like a reality show because there's one of the skull skull guys yeah. running around with a camera on his shoulders and you can see that in the in the mad segments where the there's a little bit of bob to the camera it's it's you know a, a handheld kind of feel yeah right you know, real real Blair Witch sort of thing <laughs> and I, I'm hoping that the the chemistry between Felicia and Patton uh, develops too as well yeah because I mean, right now I feel like they're there. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're both extraordinarily talented people. Oh, yeah. But oh, I yeah. feel like primarily primarily they're on the show because they're, like, darlings of the internet. Oh, sure, sure. And they're not really, like, letting their talents carry their appearances. They're just sort of like, yeah. hey, Reddit, remember these people you love? Now they're on a yeah. show that you love. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you took the, the white part of the Oreo that everybody loves, and you mix it with the white part of the uh, Twinkie that everybody loves, and then you put them together. That's a that tear. It does sound really good, yeah. but it's a bad analogy. <laughs> yeah, <that> was... <laughs> it's you a delicious how, recipe. How they fell into this this pothole. Mm, I'm, I'm real hungry now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's great. All right, do you want to move on? Do you want to move on to whatever's next? Uh, the, I think the next thing what we have to do is I think we just need to do we want to do we want to hang a rating on this episode? Sure, I, I've got a favorite riff. Uh, oh I yeah, your favorite you riff. Do. Good lord. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this is weird because at first I hated this. I okay. hated the times where. Gypsy would lower down into the theater, yeah, um, and then say a riff because I would be so distracted by the fact that she was like flying through the air and, and I was watching what she was doing that I wasn't really listening to what she was saying or what was going on. Yes, uh, but the the second time I watched the episode, the first time she lowers down in the theater, she's got a cooler, and yeah. uh, there, there's one of the scientist guys is walking into his lab and he puts his his hat on top of the filing cabinet, and Gypsy goes, "Now you're Mister Filing Cabinet." <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I did, I just didn't catch that the first time because I was like, wait, what is Gypsy? Why? What? <laughs> like, and then the second time I was like, that was really good, and I laughed for quite a bit. That was uh, so. That was I think went from being my my uh, most ignored riff of the film to my favorite one. Yeah, I always like those ones that like sneak by. Yeah. And then you catch them later, or they catch yeah. up to you later. That's even better. Those slow yeah. burners, mm-hmm. as they call it in the business. The slow burners. Yes, yep. the fireworks yep. business. Yep. The notable mention, too, in terms of riffs was the uh, uh, they started out the Reptilicus by singing the part of the Munsters theme song, um, which was a huge repeated riff in the episode we watched last week, season four, episode two, Giant Gila Monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was that was a reoccurring riff in that episode. Then it was super weird to see it in Reptilicus. Yeah. So, well, did you have a do you have a favorite from this one? Uh, I can't recall, and I didn't write it down. There That's was fair. one, and it's it's driving me absolutely crazy because there was one riff in particular that I can't remember now, and it was during one of those like those machine gun sessions. But it just oh, hit yeah, me hard, yeah. and I was like, I was surprised at how hard I was laughing. Uh, and then it, you know, but really, was it what the it one did. about uh, Dutch gardening, like how they get rid of weeds? <laughs> I don't. Like when t- <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know, and I, I don't, I don't blame you. Like I, had I not like seen this one like three times, I also wouldn't have written it down because it is overwhelming to try yeah. and kind of take in everything of this this episode. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm thinking they're gonna. They were yeah. all good. They were all good. The, as sparse as they were, and as weird as some of the timing was, I thought all the riffs were were pretty top notch. Yeah, but you know, ask ask me what the secret to, to comedy is. What's the secret to comedy? Timing. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a good Timing. one. I love that bit. I love that one. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> oh, um, do you want to do a twenty second recap? I do want to do a, a twenty second recap. It's up to me, and I'm going to do yep. it now. So right, I got I got the stopwatch ready. You ready? Uh-huh. On your mark, get set, 20-second recap. So they're drilling, and they find some meat, and the meat is a tasty treat that they put in the freezer, but the freezer thaws out, and it turns into a big monster, and the monster kills everybody, or doesn't kill anybody, but, I mean, it kills a bunch of people in Copenhagen, and it makes a big old mess. Yeah, nice. Tw- uh, cool 12 seconds. Cool. And it, it's, your, your uh, beginning of the, the recap sounded like you are going to wrap it. I felt like I was starting to wrap a little bit, yeah. but then I lost my nerve. They drill for some meat, which is a tasty treat that they're going to mm-hmm. eat. Yeah, that meat on the drill was gross. Oh, yeah. That it was, was a gross yucky. scene. It was real yep. gross. It was really yucky. Especially because um, it was muddy, like a steak in mud. That's gross. Yep, yep. Oh, also, props to the, uh, the, the Danish people um for doing some pretty dangerous looking stunts on that that uh bridge the bridge scene oh yeah where, where the bridge <laughs> is going up and there's a yeah. bunch of people like running and falling off it yeah riding those bikes off be, of it we yep those all couldn't be stuntmen those yeah. all had to be like some good natured people like yeah sure i'll ride my bike off this bridge yeah and it would have been a great chance to do it i regret nothing riff mm-hmm. but yep oh, oh well yeah what are you gonna do well wow, right exactly Live so. strong. That's what I would have done. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, get it? Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, disgraced Lance Armstrong. If you guys are doing a season 12 and you would like to hire us as writers, we are available. We are available. Uh, just got to get get us back to earth, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, Very please return much. us. Jeff, let's yeah. rate this movie. Okay. Um, Man, this is not a great movie. Not but- at all. 
I enjoyed it more than I've enjoyed other films yep. that we've watched for the at least the latter part of season three because it was like the pacing was okay yep. and there were enough weird parts like the <laughs> the weird stop motion like part where the guy like I got eaten by reptilicus <laughs> like like what like what uh, are they even thinking yeah like, yeah yeah so I I would give this movie like uh. Not like a seven out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give yeah. it that too. This is a good movie uh, yeah. for just like spending an afternoon doing nothing. Yeah, you want to watch yeah, a real like, dumb movie? Let's just put it on the background or something. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, or put it on at like a party or something. I don't know. Maybe that'd be. I don't, I don't go to parties very often. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, we yeah, we have. We could put it on an art parties that we let's, have up here. Yeah, let's do it. Tiny screw yeah. counting party. Ooh, you know what though? Oh yeah, it might Yo. distract us from counting tiny screws. Yeah, we don't want to lose count because then yeah, we'll have we to start over again. We don't want to do that. No, no. Uh okay. So yeah, yeah I'll give this a seven out of ten as well. I liked it. I thought it was a yeah. really crappy movie in an in an, yeah. in an enjoyable way. Yes, and the, and again, I hope the rest of the movies they have on this season are like that. Yes, yes. I, I feel like those those make the like pod people. Um, yes, good lord. Like, that is not a great movie, but it is watchable. Definitely. Uh, and yeah, the, I mean, they're in the best MST3Ks, I feel like, have our ones that are based, like the Gamera right. ones. Those yes. are fun and weird. Yep. Like, no, it, best, it's well established yeah. that the, uh, the, the relative goodness of a movie can make or break an episode of the show. Like, if the movie yep. is so bad that it, it, it'll affect the riffing. And yep. so, yeah. No, I agree with you. I hope that there were more treats like Reptilicus. Now! Now let us rate this episode, this first episode of the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. I'm going to begin. Yeah, you go first. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say this. I see a lot of potential in this show. I feel like a coach, like I'm telling, like we just just had the first game of the season, and it's a whole new team. That's, that's a bunch of scrappy ne'er-do-wells, a ragtag group of uh, – of ragamuffins? I don't yeah, know. Sure. But yeah, sure. Ragtag so, group of, of but we're in the locker room now. I just want to say that I can really see a lot of potential uh, in this team, this MST3K team. But I didn't see it here tonight. Now, this hurts me, but I'm going to give this a five right down the middle. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's an average. Just because average it's rating. an average, it's an average episode. Just because it's very uneven, and uh, yeah. they're still they're still finding their their voice. They're still finding their pace. They're still they're still maybe they're still finding themselves. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, self improvement is an ongoing on process. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and again, I, I mean, I'm assuming that they they wrote and filmed these in in chronological order. Um, so, you know, like, you know, we said all those things about timing. We said all the things about, you know, getting getting a feel for the, the actors and the writing and everything. So I'm going to give this two ratings. Okay. Um, this is uh, bold. This is bold. I know. I know I'm breaking format. Yeah, you are. Tonight. Um, so I'm going to give it a rating in the context of an MST3K episode wall compared to the other ones we've watched, the, the three seasons and change that we've watched so far. Oh, okay. And I'm going to give it a six okay. um, on that rating because I feel it was also 
average um, in terms of the risk per minute and some of the timing. And the thing that kind of pushes it above a five for me is the fact that the uh, uh, the movie was much more enjoyable than some yeah. of the other very average episodes we had near the end of season three. Like the movie, this movie was more enjoyable uh, than say Master Ninja Two, uh, and I feel like the riffing was about on the same level. Mm. So like. And uh, yeah, I I, I I would give it um, I give it a six six maybe a six point five in terms of All episodes because right. it is it is not the best but it is not the worst either. No 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 um, no no no. As okay and now in the context of it being the first MSD three K after what. 15 years absence or has it been know, that long oh my god yeah and uh, with a whole new cast a whole new set of writers um with you know kind of joel being back in involved with it because you know he wasn't involved at all in the in the end of the the original right run. right um i would give this a nine out of ten Ooh. in that context from you you have these these nostalgia driven properties things like for example uh arrested development something that Hmm. had gone away and then fans like bring this back and then uh netflix brought it back and it was not good because (laughs) it it managed to completely miss the spirit that of, of of what people loved about the original run of the show right um i feel like even though this wasn't in context the best Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode that we've seen to date, um, it like it hit all of the check boxes that I was even remotely hoping for with the return. It was campy, it was weird, it was silly. I love the host segments. Uh, it, like you said, it has it has potential. They're setting up some cool fiction for it. Uh, there's there's they've got the trademark goofiness. I think that. The guy who does the voice of Crow, um, oh my does God. an amazing job. Uh, the Tom Servo voice, uh, I think it's Baron Vaughn, and uh, God, what? Who's, who's the uh, who's the who's the Crow voice? I'm gonna. This is gonna kill me if I don't. Uh, well, that's. I just briefly wanted to touch on. I did have a yeah. hard time uh, differentiating between who was who. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't I, just I've, that their voices are similar because they are pretty similar, but also. Uh, they haven't really found their riffing characters yet, you know, like Servo right. and the old, you know, uh, you kind of like chuckle and add little, yeah, whatever. So, well, yeah, that, and that's, that was that's weird too, because, uh, um, Hampton Yount is, is Crow. That's hmm. the, I, I knew he was Hampton something, Hampton Yount. Um, and uh, Tom Servo was, except for the, uh, um, season one, where right. J. Evelyn Weinstein did the voice of of, of Tom Servo. Uh, Kevin Murphy did Tom Servo for, for the, the whole other, time, the other nine seasons of the show. Yeah, and so you know that and and Crow changed from uh, Trace Trace to uh, uh, Bill Corbett. Yep. Uh, yeah, around season six, I think. And uh, yeah, so like we're used to kind of some other changes, but even those, the Crow voice has kind of stayed consistent throughout mm-hmm. the run of the show. It's and, our uh, cosmological constant. Yeah, I have I have heard um, Jonah Ray do other things uh, before this show, so I recognized his voice. Um, mm-hmm. 
and so that wasn't as weird for me uh like i, I could pick him out and then i could pick out crow but yeah it, it, it's gonna take a little bit of getting used to yeah but yeah but like yeah i i just feel like they really they they really came back strong and they captured the spirit of the original show um so i i, re- I think this is a uh Normally, if I'm giving an episode a like six out of ten rating in context, I would say it's not a great episode for a beginner of MSD3K. Yeah. But I also know that this is going to be the a lot of people's first MSD3K episode. Yeah. Um, and I think that in regards to that, if you're coming into this with zero context and never have seen any of the other episodes, I strongly encourage you to go back and watch some of the other episodes because there are some really fantastic ones, especially some <laughs> yeah. of the ones they picked out on Netflix, including the one we watched last week, uh, Giant Gila Monster. Yeah. Um, but um, I feel like this is a great episode for a first episode. Sure. Um, yeah. I think maybe if I sound like I'm being a little too harsh, um, ultimately, my only hope was, God, I, I, I really hope they don't blow this and yes they yep. absolutely did not blow it in fact they did quite well while i oh, yeah. think there was a lot of things that could have been, been improved um they didn't blow it so nope, nope. there we go yep. yep it's just like that new netflix yeah. scale thumbs up or thumbs down well guess what it gets a thumbs up although i guess that's yeah. not a new thing people have been doing the thumbs up since like roman times but it was <laughs> you know no, that was Netflix. They came up with the uh, <laughs> the idea for this. Yes, back when Netflix was gladiatorial combat. Yep. Netflix is actually yep. Roman for gladiatorial combat. Yep. Uh, just like Emperor Reptilicus mm-hmm. from uh, ancient Rome. Yeah. Yep. Seth, do you want to hear some listener feedback? Are you kidding we me? Got, we got some letters about this Reptilicus episode. For uh, some reason, people are just really excited to talk about it. I don't know why. Huh. Um, so yeah, we, uh, if you want to, uh, write into the show, we usually put out a call for letters at facebook.com slash gizmonic Institute radio. It's our Facebook page. Go it ahead is. and find that and like it. Find it. Um, so our, our friend Steve wrote in. Hi, Steve. Um, he had a couple things to say. He said, one, an odd thing, although I missed the twang, uh, uh, at, I think he's talking about the yeah. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that they kept the closing theme, the, uh, quote, same but bigger. And, mm. yeah, I noticed that, too. They, they, they still did kind of the synth instruments. Yeah. On, uh, on the closing theme. Um, and then he says, a uh, perfectly kaiju film for MSTing. Yeah. Uh, good enough to hold interest, but awful enough to be awful. Good Lord, that puppet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Hey, it was he, a marionette. Come on, let's... It was. It, it was a marionette with one string, as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as they pointed out in one of the riffs. Um, on the wonder how he eats and breathes front, it gave us enough to know what's going on while holding back some questions for later. So we know why uh, Kinga is back, but we don't know how Tom and Crow got back on the new Satellite of Love. Personally, I figure Crow got on board again, and uh, as happened when they went to sci-fi, just came back. Tom blustered, but found Earth scary without Crow and started and followed crying. Um, and he says, some folks thought the riffs were coming too fast. I always figured this sort of thing uh, was part of the rewatch value. Um, every country has a monster is an instant classic. I agree with you, Steve. Um, and he says, I think Agreed they really disagree. came up. Yeah, <laughs> I think they really came up with something that is both fresh yet friendly to us old fans. An impressive first episode. And uh, yes, I I agree. I agree with that. And he does bring up a good point. They don't ever touch on why the robots are back on the satellite of love. No. 
because it is established. I believe at the end of the uh, the tenth season, they go back to Mike's apartment in Wisconsin with him, and they just start <laughs> making fun of bad movies on TV. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious as to how they got back, or maybe they're or the like clones of the original. Because oh, that's you know, entirely possible. Yeah, you know you know how they uh, uh, they hit. They always had a bunch of extras roaming around. So. Yeah be interesting our friend jake wrote in hi jake um he says uh after watching the whole season wow good on you and reading some interviews with joel it seems like there's a bigger story arc that'll unfold in season 12 and questions about how the bots got back and the parentage of the mads will eventually be answered that being said why is jonah afraid of shaving did a razor kill his family so I think Jake doesn't like how scruffy Jonah is. Hey, now. But that's, that's fair. They just haven't gotten that Harry's Razor sponsorship. That's true, yeah. Hey, speaking it, of Harry's, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blue Apron. Um, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, people. You, no. We're, no, no, no. We're, not, we're not big enough to where you have to listen to Blue Apron. Right. Uh, but if anyone from Blue Apron is listening or would like to sponsor the show, please uh, send send a message to us. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I am interested... Um, if there is a bigger story arc in season, first of all, like you said, it'd be great if there was a season twelve, and also if there's a story arc because yeah, where did King of Forrester come from? It mm-hmm. means that Doctor Clayton Forrester procreated at some point. Um, yeah, which is uh, I don't think about that. No. Uh, so instead, our friend Cy wrote in and said two words: invention exchange. Which yes, I am in in the chron- chronology. I believe that the invention exchange went by the wayside uh, near the beginning of the mic uh, transition because it, yes. was, it was more of Joel's thing. Right, it was Joel's um, bag. He's, I mean, he's yep. a prop comic, so. Yep, yep. Yeah, literally, it was his bag of props that they used. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Steve chimed back in real quick. He said uh, oh, he wished the host segments were longer. Um, I wonders if the new viewers will get the relationships between the characters. Um, interesting point. I guess, yeah, a, a lot of that sort of relies on uh, us kind of knowing these predetermined uh, relationships. So, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would I would really be interested in hearing some the opinion of this show from someone who's never seen MSD3K before. Yeah. Like, there there's a lot of nostalgia-tainted opinions, either right. both good and bad, but I would really be interested in... in Seeing or hearing uh, someone's opinion about or even reading uh, (laughs) who's never seen the show before and who's like, oh, this is a weird thing on Netflix. I want to watch this and (laughs) kind of what what their experience was. I find that fascinating. Yeah. So our uh, friend Travis wrote in. Hey, Travis. um, He says, thoughts after watching it three times in a row. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Show Uh, off. The meat drill kind of turns my stomach now. Yeah. Yeah, it's Amazing. really yucky. Yeah, yeah, it was super gross. Like, like peeling it off, it's like covered in mud. Uh, yeah, that. gross. Um, it was. Uh, he was amazed at the opening and cameos. Um, every country is so firmly lodged in my head, and every time it starts fading, friends text me just having watched it. I love it. Uh, the trio has a great chemistry. And I especially love how excited Crow gets now. The temperature is twenty degrees. Had me in hysterics. <laughs> that was a good. That was one of the oh, times. Oh, I forgot the, about the, that. Yeah, the yeah, fast yeah. riffing, the, and that was some of the fast riffing. But yes. I feel like the timing on that was but that, yeah, that yeah, was yeah because yeah. yeah. the scene was changing it so fast. It had to be fast for that. Yeah, it was disparate yep. fast riffs that had no connection to one another, but were just 
jokes that a writer was in love with because it was yep. a good joke, but yep. maybe they should have like maybe not been so in love with it and not had a machine gun firing of disparate jokes. But anyway, no, that yeah. was a really great bit. I uh, I forgot about that. I always leave them wanting more. Right. Um, our friend Matthew wrote in. Hi, uh, Matthew. He says, uh, for a Ram chip, I'll tell you some good things and a bad thing about the series. Okay. I'll give you a Ram chip. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. Um, good thing. Really entertaining premiere episode. My first time seeing Reptilicus. Uh, yeah, it was also mine, too. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd never seen this movie before. Um, good thing. More jokes means more rewatch value. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yep. Good thing. More silhouette jokes than ever before. It's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Tom, Tom can fly only in the theater. He, uh, he kissed a guy at one point. That was weird. That was fun. I like that a lot, yeah. actually. Um, good thing. More gypsy than ever before, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, normally I disagree with you, but the fact that it's no longer a guy pretending to be the only female character on the show, yeah, that's cool that uh, they're giving her some lines. Um, and he says, bad thing, no giant claw. I think referencing the fact that the film The Giant Claw did not get featured in this uh, notoriously bad film The Giant Claw mm. did not get featured in this this season but Matthew good news you might see the giant claw in riffable form uh, you know coming from maybe maybe your favorite uh, MSD3K podcast at some point uh, yeah that that might be a thing because you know well I, I I know some people who are a big fan of that movie and maybe have already written a script what? For, for the of that yeah that'd be crazy so why uh, so you, you might you might get to see the giant claw sooner later. Um, our friend uh, David wrote in. Hello, David. He says, awesome, worth every Kickstarter penny, but I can't seem to find my league credit. Uh, so, yeah, there were, um, I think in the first episode, they did, like, some of the A names and maybe some of the B names of the people who were backers. Yes. So, because, yeah, I, I was hoping they wouldn't do the whole credit on every episode. <laughs> Because yeah. then Netflix would be like, hey, are you still watching? Like 40 minutes credits later, are you still watching yeah. MST3K? And I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm not Netflix. <laughs> uh, so maybe uh, it, it might not be in the first one, but maybe skip a few in? Yeah. I, I don't know. I I have uh, I haven't paid that close of attention to, to that. Um, but uh, our friend William wrote in. Oh, hello, William. Uh, he says, oh, man, that monster song Jonah did was phenomenal. I like how they didn't talk over dialogue now, which makes the jokes clear and more orderly. Very happy with the new season. So, I am completely yeah. wrong about I, everything. I disagree with half of what you said. I agree that the monster song was phenomenal. I don't. I feel like there was some dialogue that they could have talked over in this one mm-hmm. that would have made the pacing a lot better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the great thing about MST3K is everyone likes different parts of it. That's so, true. Yeah, I, 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 but I agree that I am also very happy with the new season. So, um, our friend Paul uh, wrote in, oh, hello, and Paul. Uh, he says uh, a good episode with a great host segment with the monster rap. <laughs> Seth, man, <he's laughs> all of our fans I gotta be are me. in, in I my gotta be camp. Me. Yeah, you got to be you. I gotta that's, be honest. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the hallways in the door segment, but I wish they were all the same gray. I do like the crow head in the last bit, though. Uh, the new rocking versions of the songs from the original series as commercial bumpers are great. I've heard Creepy Girl, Living in Deep 13, and Tom's Canada song. I'm sure there are others. And I did not notice this, and I want to go back and watch, but the uh, the Harmar Superstar Band, I guess, is apparently doing covers of the classic uh, MST3K like interstitial songs. Really? But as kind of like redone for like the little 
R&B funk ska thing that they have going yeah. on um, which is way cool so Paul thank you for pointing that out to us because oh, that's man. a uh, that's a good pull um, yeah um, and then finally our friend uh, Robin wrote in oh hello and Robin said uh, <laughs> how did you find a worse movie than Castle of Fu Manchu <laughs> which I disagree <laughs> I think Reptilicus is head and shoulders yeah. above Castle of Fu Manchu yeah uh, but yeah. you know yeah 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 that's fine, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. Maybe, right. maybe Robin doesn't like, uh, you know, monsters or something. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, thanks to everyone who uh, who wrote in about the uh, the new episode. Yes. I, again, that's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. We usually put out a call for for letters a couple days before we record. Um, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at mst3k underscore podcast. Um, and we are on iTunes. Uh, if you could uh, swing by our iTunes page and drop yeah. us a review, that Please would be that. really great. That would be the best. I know, I know there are more people now than ever that are watching MSD3K. Right. Um, and if you think those people could benefit from this show in the same way that I assume you're benefiting from the show if you're listening to I it. I hope so. Um, yeah, that would uh, that would be really great. And also, we, we have a Patreon. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, Patreon.com slash Gizmonic. Uh, and uh, we have actually hit our first goal. Funding goal, um, baby. We love you yes. all. Yes. Yeah. Now now we can uh, we can actually save up and afford uh, our hosting every year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are we are going to add a, a few more goals, um, and uh, yeah, the uh, re- the reward for the uh, the one tier we have right now is uh, you get to download our uh, other podcast we do called Doctor Odd Cinematic Fun Dumpster. Yes. Hey, um, and Jeff, this, how much yeah. uh, do they need to pledge to get access to that special backer reward? Uh, one dollar a month. Cheap. That is one single dollar a month. Yes. Yeah. So less than a cup of coffee. It just one once a month, like helps us out immensely. Yeah, so, it does. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if if you like the show uh, and you can you can throw in you know just a dollar a month, you are, you're not even going to notice it, but I guarantee you we will. Because, yeah, we will. Yeah, it really really helps us helps mm-hmm. us you know not have to do other things that we would have to do to you know. Pay we bills actually and hold things. the dollar in our hand. We mm-hmm. give it a sniff. Yep. Mm, mm-hmm. Smells like a dollar. Smells like money. Uh, smells like money. But we really appreciate those of you who have donated so far. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our heart. It, yes. it helps make our lives easier and, and helps uh, absorb some of the costs. We, Seth, I think, yes. I think I'd really like to buy us pop filters. Maybe we should make that <laughs> like our next goal. Okay. <laughs> That's our next use, goal. We could use some equipment upgrades, I think, up here in that'd our be, space station. That'd be real cool. Things are getting a little creaky yeah. up here. Yeah, just, yeah, little creaky chairs. Some, yes, some, some creaky chairs. Yeah, old pot filters. So, yeah, we, we appreciate uh, everybody. So, yeah, you guys all, um, all rule. And your continued yeah. support in the Facebook group is incredible and amazing. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we have, we have a, a, a wonderfully fantastic fan base. It's kind of the best. Yeah, the yeah. Facebook. We have – I've – been on some facebook groups and they're not so great but ours is great yep. so that's overwhelmingly great. positive oh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 definitely yep so the uh the next episode that we'll be talking about mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is uh season four episode three city limits yeah um that's going to be the next episode we do and uh yeah uh oh the uh i think i don't know if we announced it on our last episode but the uh 
last month's Dr. Odd cinematic fun dumpster movie is the old 90s Paul Walker movie where he gets his brain transferred into a dinosaur's body, so Tammy cool. and the T-Rex. So cool. Yeah. That was that was a really great episode that you're not going to want to miss. Yeah. So, and again, only for Patreon backers, but that's just a dollar a month. So Cheap. Um, yeah. And But our next uh, our next regular MST3K episode will be season four, episode three, City Limits. Which, Shazam. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that one, so it'll yeah. be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we'll be talking about uh, season eleven, episode two, "Cry Wilderness" next month. Yeah, so, which I'm, I am excited to see. I am that. too. I love that Sasquatch. Yeah, that old Bigfoot. That old Bigfoot. Yeah, that old Harry and the Hendersons. Well, yeah. I guess that does it uh, for our discussion. Absolutely, our unbelievable discussion that we didn't even think was something that we would ever discuss uh, yep. of MST3K season 11 episode 1 Reptilicus so Dr. Out have you uh, or sorry Gary uh, Gary have you uh, Gary please please <laughs> have you uh, do not call um, me Gary have you finalized Gary, your listen, name listen Gary was my father's name yeah please Are refer Gary Boneman please call me Garrett <laughs> Garrett alright so, okay, so your name is Garrett then. Garrett Odd, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's they're so close to each other. Did right. he not want to do like a junior sort of thing, like Gary, Gary Odd Jr.? Well, well, Gary no. Odd Jr. is either a really great jazz musician or a serial killer. So I can see probably. No, I mean, hey, why not both? That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, you travel from town to town. You got a, a trombone case full of fingers and a trombone case full of a trombone. Well, yeah. you know, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I, uh, this trombone, I had, I had to take it back. Oh. Oh. I can't play. Oh, oh. I can't play the trombone oh, anymore. No. I know. Oh, I know. I know. The thing so is, sad. the thing is, I, 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 the thing was cursed. You know? Yeah. No it matter, like it. no matter how much of that delicious water I drank out of it, it just kept refilling. <laughs> I mean, is that a curse or a blessing? I took the trombone. Something in the, something in the Torah about that. And I took it, and I, I took the trombone, and I wrapped it in a blanket. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. I put it out in the trash can. Okay. And I, I woke up. You said you took it back to the good. Yeah, all this happened since you guys are recording. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I you took woke it, up. You... and I put it in the trash can. When I came yeah. back inside, it was sitting yeah. here on the table. Whoa. Okay, that might be a cursed trombone. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a cursed trombone. Yeah. Yeah. Might I add, refilled with water. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah. So then, of course, after taking a refreshing sip, I took it and I wrapped it. I took it in the blanket again and I wrapped a thousand chains around it. Okay. And I put it inside a chest and I wrapped 500 <laughs> chains around the uh-huh. chest and then I drove it down to the local gravel pit. Wow. Chains. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's filled with water, and I took it and I, I threw the whole thing in there. And then okay. I drove home in silence, pretty sad about the whole thing. And mm. Was there a mm. sad trombone? Well, sad. when I got home, <laughs> when I got home, you'll never believe it. Ah. Uh, try us. There still was, there was no trombone there. I mean, nothing oh. happened. Oh, okay. Oh, that's totally not what I was expecting. Okay. Yeah, was, the I, trombone is gone. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> So at first, I was going to say it sounded like you had some sort of like bebop duke uh, situation going on. 
or he couldn't get rid of it. Right? Nah, I don't know. But anyway, I guess it was overkill with the chains. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you I really went, only need two chains. It was only yeah. mildly right. cursed. So yeah. <laughs> I came home though, but on the way home, I got this. Oh. Check this out. Check uh, out what I got instead. What is that? This is a saxophone. Oh, oh no. No. Now you'll notice it is not a metal saxophone. No. no it's, it's a plastic That one. was the first yes. thing oh, I noticed. That it looks like a child's plaything. No. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, good. Yeah. It is. It's something. It's a nice All saxophone. Right. It's I don't, the nicest I mean, saxophone I've ever seen. It's not quite as jazzy as I, uh, maybe as I... Well, also, look, I don't think I've ever seen a four-string saxophone. Like, that's yeah, different. Especially one shaped like a dog. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, did you steal that from, like, a child or, like, a relative or it's something? It's pretty rad. Let me, uh, let me lay down some of this sweet, uh, freestyle, improvisational, uh, okay. saxophone for you, okay? okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, and a I'm, one, yeah. and a two. Yeah, that end part was, uh, it was something. Definitely, I've never, yeah, I've never heard a saxophone. You know the great, the great thing about it, it takes, like, way less breath, too, which is great. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're, no breath, I'd imagine, yeah. When I blow in this plastic dog's butt, (laughs) yeah, it's it's sweet, no matter what I do, it just works. See, I was was gonna say, I don't think you have to do that, I think you can just, you touch the buttons. I I feel like I do. Okay. Well, I, so do we need a new jazz name for you then? Well, yeah. You know, I think, right. I, yeah, especially now with the saxophone and everything. And yeah, yeah, Gary Trombone doesn't work anymore. No. Yeah, what that'd about, be weird. What about Dog Butt Garrett? Dog Butt Garrett. Dog there it is. Garrett. Yeah. Dog I will, I will say it's pretty good. It's Skibab. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Me, me and Dog Butt here with. This. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> that's your name. Is that my yeah, name, name or the name of, yeah. the, of the dog? <laughs> Uh, saxophone. I mean, the dog. The dog's name is uh, Saximus, I think. Yes. So you'd be Man. dog butt and Saximus in the morning. Makes me want That kind of sounds like Ja Rule. Yeah, is that smoke on the water? <laughs> you think of DMX? It's a DMX saxophone. You know, it's funny you mentioned old Ja because. uh a matter of fact, he called me. I'm booked at something really cool. It's, yeah, called, yeah? The, it's called Fire Festival. Ah! Is that the promoter that you ran break, into? Guys. I think yeah. this is the one. Okay. I mean, that sounds it sounds cool. What is it? Is it like uh, one of those cool luxury festivals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you go oh, out okay, there. Cool. Man, they, oh, cool. they've got great sandwiches and like, uh, they got like, like palatial uh, uh, buildings you can sleep in on the beach. Nice. They it does got, sound nice, actually. They got old dog, dog mouth Garrett, dog butt. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> dog mouth Garrett, dog, dog butt. Dog mouth, dog butt. Garrett. Yeah. Saximus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saximus. Yeah. Gotta start practicing on some sweet songs. Okay. You know, probably, uh, you know, gonna really launch my solo career here. Mm. Yeah. You have any originals? Do you sing at all? So, yeah. I mean, 
like, can you sing through the dog's butt while you're, uh, while yeah. you're playing it? I mean, I guess I could. Yeah. It does take far less breath than that trombone did. Yeah. Let me so. let me see if I can lay down a little, little free style improvisational dog butt saxophone. Okay. So, there we go. <laughs> Skiddily do. Skiddily do da do. Skiddaddy. Skodale bro. Bubblop. Skip do. Skip. <laughs> Alright, that's uh. <laughs> oh, that's a weird. Oh. It's definitely. Wow. It really went crazy at the end. It's definitely a child's play thing. That's not yeah. a real. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You really uh, you nailed that solo. No, it was. But, yeah. Oh boy. Oh uh, well. And now all you need, I guess, is a fedora and some sunglasses. Uh-huh. Well, I've, I've got lots of those. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you, yeah. you're gonna wear a different wig every night. Is that gonna be part of your shtick? You mean like, as opposed to normal? Okay. Well, I guess I don't know what. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like in front of people, not just in front of this uh, this camera feed that you have to us. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, probably. I uh, I got a great deal on one. Actually, I got oh, a yeah. new one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it uh, from this guy. I found it on eBay. Username, yeah. username outlaw, WK. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, yeah. Says, I says excellent condition. Yeah. Born by real outlaw. Wow. Real outlaw. Very cool. Yeah, I think some of the things that he did in that movie were probably illegal. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. that goes without Almost saying. certainly, yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, Dr. Otto, wish you best of luck on your musical Yeah, I, mean, I don't need luck, my friend. Okay. Uh, I have skill. I, mean, uh, I have yeah, skill yeah. and this sweet, sweet instrument that's going to take me to the heights from the, from the, this Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave this old dirty Chuck E. Cheese behind, and soon you'll see me on uh, what's it called, uh, Boston City Limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, sure. It's yeah, like I... Boston City Limits, but it's in a really bad neighborhood in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Southie. Yeah, it's where the city ends, and you know, uh, nothing begins. I right. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, is anyone going to take care of us up here in space while you're out on the road doing yeah, jazz you stuff? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't care. I guess it would be one thing. Oh, excuse me. Uh-huh. My, <laughs> my dog <laughs> phone dog went off. Turning off. It just it, it wants to sing. <laughs> I guess so. Or maybe it was sad. Maybe uh, maybe it was Saximus was sad that you were going to leave us to die You'll up know, in space. It, it just... Uh, he sings what he wants to sing, man. You know? Yeah. That's the way... Of a real jazz instrument, you had like, you know, I don't think so. I think like Miles Davis had his trumpet that he called Buford. Oh. Remember? Yeah. He had yeah. a trumpet. No, I don't. It was named, I don't remember that. It was named Buford. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Hmm. Be- best of luck to you, Doctor Odd. <laughs> well, on the jazz road. Well, you know, here's some advice that I learned in jazz school. Oh yeah. Um, a couple pieces me, of nerd. advice. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you always you always want to make sure roll up your pant cuffs when it rains out. Uh, make sure you never set your axe down in a shady alley, um, and uh, you know just 
just let the riffs let the riffs flow, baby. Yeah, let, it let the riffs flow. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I guess you went to a community jazz school. Yeah. Well, I I mean I didn't say it was prestigious. <laughs> it wasn't sure. a roller rink. I went. To, you know, maybe it's time I told you. I also yeah. went to jazz school. Yeah. The jazz the, school. The school. Jazz school of hard knocks. Fine. Man, that's the best 50 cents I ever spent. <laughs>